When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, Kendrick. Hello. How are you? I'm good. I'm 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 okay. It's a busy day. Boy, it is a busy week. Yeah, <laughs> you had a week. day yesterday. Yes. I'm the everyone, I'm the cause for the delay. You know, we, we Emily's usually on a pretty tight schedule, but I physically I didn't get off work. Well, I didn't close my work laptop until about nine fifteen my time yesterday mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. about a 13 hour day oh yeah it was ridiculous ridiculous but um yeah today we're here to talk about a show that's this was a great episode actually it was a very complex episode i must it say it was a lot going on yeah like i it, there was a lot mm-hmm. of different moving parts this the cast it's this is where you really get to see how much value the aunties bring they have a lot of layers and complexities as well. So we got mm-hmm. equal amounts from them that we got from the kids, if you will, but they're grown adults. Mm-hmm. And let's get into family karma. Let's do it. Let's do it. Here at She Speaks Bravo, we believe that Bravo TV is a great form of self-care and therapy. Look at me. I've been using it for over a decade, and I am a complete mess. Oh, that's me, by the way. I'm Emily. I'm your host on this journey, and I speak Bravo, as I'm sure most of you do, too. What is this, honey? I love that. If you're not already subscribed, get subscribed and hit that notification bell, because I'm releasing new episodes at least three times a week. Clip! You fool! That's my opinion! I talk Bravo, I talk true crime, And sometimes I talk a little scripted. So whatever you're here for, I hope you enjoy the show. The Dysfunctional Dinner. I guess that's a good title. I was going to (laughs) say they were all pretty damn dysfunctional. Yeah. Uh, The bachelor party house is raging. We've just had the little Brian Avni kiss. Um, Uh Avni's eyes are permanently wide open. Like, yes. <laughs> like, I, I, like always as wide as they can be. Like, she's always in that. She's that emoji that, like, the surprise emoji. Mm-hmm. And well, the eyes are busting. What did Nini say? Eyes popping, lips busting. Yeah. Oh, my God. She's intense. And mm-hmm. even Brian's, like, a little scared of her. Like even Brian's like she's uh, she's doing a lot, and they flash to her like rubbing all up on him, and someone says something like she wants you to lick her pussy or something, and he's like probably, oh, yeah, of course, he's like, probably. I, he's like most likely she. He, I think he's afraid. You know they, what? Don't blame are, him. They, yeah, I don't either. They are going to be leaving for dinner in fifteen minutes, and I was like harrowed by that. I'm like, you all are going to get in a car. Like, how are you going to get there? There just was it's such a mess. This whole situation. 
It is. Right? Did that stress you out? It stressed me out. You know, I the smallest things, like the, the big <laughs> complex storylines never stress me out. It's little stuff like that that I'm always like, ugh, I, I don't know how you do it. I, you know, people like that in my real life, I'm like, okay. We might have to think about ending this friendship. I don't. This is too much. This is too this is too much for me. I can't handle this. Yeah, I was like this. I can. I don't even know how they're gonna make it. Risha mm-hmm. leaves because she has to do work in Memphis. I was. I don't know why I was shout out. By that. Yeah, right. I was like, so you. She was she getting on? What the hell? Is she getting on a plane? I don't know. I I wonder because Florida is too far. To, I never. You know. I I have family that does like the. I call it the voyage to Florida, like, you know, a couple times a year or once a year, whatever they go. But I'm always one like, OK, I'll I'll meet you there. <laughs> Just like I'll 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 be there by plane one day. I'm I'm not I'm not getting in that car for 10, uh, no. 12 hours. No, I'm not so doing she, it. Sorry. So she was planning on leaving. OK, so fine. Obviously, she's a little concerned that um, Vish will drink, but he doesn't. Mm-hmm. They get to this dinner. Avni is wearing a black turtleneck, <laughs> a black turtleneck <laughs> with a spaghetti strap summer dress over it. It's a lot going on. I was so confused by this. Can I tell you, I recently, I was like, I was kind of enamored because it was very beautiful, but it was very off-putting too. I recently saw a wedding dress. Like, you know how Instagram, like, just, you know, those, like, six (laughs) reels that, you know, you see everything on there. Good Lord, even if you don't want to. But I saw someone, and I want to say, I think it was the one, like, that designer that Portia goes to a lot with all the crystals and sparkles and, like, that. I think she designed a dress that, like, it was a a wedding dress and it had, like, this, you know, beautiful, it was was huge, like, Cinderella-like. It was so beautiful. And it had, like, these, like, two kind of huge straps coming up but weren't connected to anything. But then she paired it with like this sparkly turtleneck underneath it as a wedding gown. And it was so off-putting, but I was like, it's kind of nice, but I would never even think to do... Like, is that in style now? Listen, Are I we just behind listen, the times? We are talking about a wedding dress situation. They are at a bachelor party in Florida. I feel like... I'm Listen, I'm never on board with a turtleneck. I'll just say. Uh-uh. I don't, they I were just them. at a pool. They yeah. Throw. Why do you need a turtleneck? You throw on the spaghetti strap dress with that sans turtleneck, and <laughs> she's drinking someone else's drink. I'm like, oh, okay. Um, you're you're unhinged. Got yeah. It. You. I, she's got to be like two sheets to the wind at that point. Was it three sheets? She. I. Four sheets. I've. I've. Tur- <laughs> I turned on Avni. This scene. I was like, okay. <laughs> you. You're. Never mind. So Ugh. then we get then we get this moment where Vish comes up behind Avni and puts like chips or something in her mouth. And Vish and Amrit are doing this bit where they're like stuffing food in each other's mouths, like arr, 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 like doing this thing. And I was like, oh, they have a thing. They have a thing. Mm-hmm. Amrit is all about it. Amrit like wants Amrit wants to do more of the bit, and Vish isn't drunk. So he's not doing it as much. Mm. And so I go back to my fucking theory. I take my theory back that that is why Amrit wants Vish drunk. 
Okay. I, you know, I, I had changed your mind for a little bit, but now I might be, I might be coming to your side of the equation right now. Because literally like Vish, Vish was like a little bit into it, but then even he kind of recoiled a little mm-hmm. because Amrit was getting all up in his face and he was like, okay, this isn't the same when I'm totally sober. Yeah. And so it, it's, aha. Uh, aha. yeah, I'll, I'll go with it. I'll Got go with it. it. Mm-hmm. Got it. Um, so Bali asks Avni about Brian and I kind of blame Bali a little bit for setting this next moment up. Cause she's like, you should tell <laughs> Brian how you're feeling. Cause Avni's like, I'm just, you know, he's for a good time. And she's like, you, does he know that though? I'm like, he doesn't care. <laughs> like Brian right. doesn't need this conversation. No, doesn't no. need it at all. But it's been on like one date, right? <laughs> It's Brian. Right. <laughs> like, doesn't what? Need this conversation. No. And, no. But then Bali gives the line of the century. If you're banging him and he has a big dick, then go for it. But if he doesn't, <laughs> then don't waste your time, girl. Period. 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 So up walks Brian and drunk ass Avni's like, I'm going to, I need to talk to you. I'm like, oh, Bali, you did this. Me and you... my turtleneck, we have to have a. Se- you know what? Maybe that's why she wore because she knew she was having a serious conversation this at is her dinner. S- Steve that's- Jobs talk. <laughs> yes, <Sir>. a TED talk. That's <laughs> her, her idea of a TED talk right there. <laughs> a damn turtleneck under a a, sp- a skeddy spouse or whatever it's called. <laughs> <laughs> a skeddy strap. Your skeddy strap. Skeddy strap dress. <laughs> That's our new theory. That's why she wore that turtleneck. Mystery solved. Mystery solved. Serious conversation. That's too funny. Um, so this is the, the dialogue in this is hilarious. Okay. It's like, so she goes, I wanted us to be honest about where we both are. You're not about to get married tomorrow. And he, he couldn't say this fast. He goes, no fucking way. <laughs> couldn't say it fast enough. And then Avni goes, as much as I really, really like you. And right away, I'm like, oh, no, she thinks this is a rejecting him scene. She thinks this is a I'm letting him down easy because Bali made it seem like that. Bali made her think that. So she goes, I personally don't think we have a future. And I just think that's because we're in different places. (laughs) Brian cuts her off and goes, say that again. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> because what <laughs> i don't i don't understand what's huh? happening and he goes i i'm living in the moment i'm just trying to learn more about you like he's like I, I, i'm gonna give you the- okay so she goes the last thing i want to do is hurt you and brian goes i don't get hurt <laughs> <laughs> she city boy she doesn't let it go she goes the thing is i want to be totally transparent brian's like i think it's like no harm no foul and you know we can always continue to stay in a great relationship she's uh-huh. like now this is where i'm like okay now avni get out of this scene already like yeah this, the dialogue's not going your way girlfriend I'll let it go <laughs> mm. but she she won't she won't she goes i just don't want to lead you on in any way but then he goes i was not i thought i was leading you on <laughs> <laughs> i mean if we had to pick one <laughs> i would have definitely leaned more so towards brian doing the leading because i mm-hmm. mean Mm-hmm. They're how how many years apart are they? 
what nine she, was it or she, yeah because she's like almost 40 yeah and he's, and he's what 30 yeah, he's 30 thir- i think Ugh, yeah so no. so and she's a, okay so so <laughs> she goes well i'm glad we could clear the air and she and brian goes let's just stay cool and then avni realizing this didn't go her way takes mm-hmm. it too far she goes I'm down with that. I still talk to my fucking last two boyfriends, and that's been a long time. Okay, Yeesh. see, then you went to a place that made it seem like you're the opposite of cool. Yeah, not not yeah. So Don't be all uncool. Then they go to then they go. Oh, that's so funny you say that because the other ornament I have that looks like this is "Don't be all uncool." Not I have a um. Back in my Roni is okay days. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, um, I have a apple-shaped magnet. Someone sent it to me. I don't remember who it was, but it was someone I lost. I think someone with an Etsy shop sent it to me. And um, it was like a lot of different stickers, no magnets. And one of them is don't be all uncool with a bite taken out of it on a golden apple. I saw that's nice. Oh, look at that's that. That's nice. Love look that. at me. Look at you. Okay. No, um, you couldn't pay me to watch him, but okay. <laughs> I was, yeah, right. No Roni slander. I'm sorry. I'm, I, I, I feel like I slander them on a daily basis. I'll take no, a no, break. You know that this is a safe place for that. I know. There's a, there's an era that I do, like seasons. Bethany's return, uh, season seven, eight, and nine. Mm-hmm. I really, I, I can get down with. Season ten gets really dark because that's when Bethany and Carol feud. Yeah, and it gets and Dorinda goes to really dark places and like that's when also Luann has to get. I'm putting this in real big quotes. Sober, uh, and then that's also when she like says she went to prison and like acts like she's completely unaware of the fact that her privilege got her out of everything. Yeah, and it's not once mentioned at all. With and that group, I, it never will be. So. And it to this day isn't mentioned. <laughs> so that's when it just goes real downhill. Anyway. Uh, I'm always uh last thing about Roni and then I, yeah, I no, never want to talk about them go. again. You can please go. <laughs> I'm always I know how much crap we give Bethany on like a consistent basis. Well deserved crap, I might add. But I'm always, you know, I can give someone crap and then give them their accolades in the same breath. Same. I don't enjoy I, I I never really enjoyed Roni when she wasn't there. I see. So like I gave the you know like the the Carol Heather Aviva years are funny looking back on, but like I agree, I, it, the show is the show when Bethany's there and yeah, when she even like you know people f- blame this past season on whatever they want to blame it on, but I mean I, my opinion it was getting bad way before that. So I'm just yeah saying and yeah yeah, yeah mm. no. The mm. when the season before was horrendous. Yeah, the render picking on Tinsley the entire th- it was <sighs> awful, so cringy, Ugh. awful. Leah, Duh. <laughs> uh, I like that Brian in his confessional. They the producers wanted to be known that Brian isn't sad about this at all because he's like, oh well, that's over. <laughs> he's like, okay, no, that was definitely not the move. His mom knew, Dharma knew. Oh yeah, she's been waiting for. She's been praying for this moment for weeks now. She, she did not want she this to happen. She side eyed that woman coming up to her son. She's like, "Get away from mm-hmm. him." I feel like she. You know what? I feel like she knows best. I feel like when he brings a girl that actually gets her approval, I feel I like agree. that's the one. That's I agree because I don't think she's looking for like traditional, you know, like like conservative type of. 
she she likes to get down and have fun. She knows mm-hmm. what he's looking for. I think she wants what's best for him and like yeah. wants him to have a good time. She knows the vibe. She, she knows it. the vibe. Yeah. She gets it. So, okay. Um, Rish now um brings up the rumor like to the like to the group and Bali's like, I'm over the rumor. I'm over. Bali's drunk. I'm over <laughs> the rumor. And he's like, I need to talk about it. He's like, it's really not a thing. It's a rumor. No one has any basis for anything. Me and Monica are good. We are rock solid. <laughs> okay. We believe that. Mm, so yeah. then he like talks to Monica over the side and he's like, I'm just really embarrassed. You know, everyone's like talking about her business. And Monica, rightfully so, is more pissed off at the source of it, which brings me to my findings. Ooh, okay. That I f- remember, I posted this. Okay, mm-hmm. so in case you missed it, I decided to take a little peek over at Risha, Rishi's brother's account, Sonnet's mm-hmm. account. Okay. I deep dive in that before, but I wasn't. I unfortunately was not looking for information. I was looking yeah. for thirst traps. So, and and it's funny because <laughs> I. I couldn't remember. I'm like, what was his uh, account? I couldn't remember. <laughs> I couldn't. Okay. I had to go back. What I did was I went back through our text. I'm like, he sent it to me. Yeah. Because <laughs> he found it in 0.5 seconds. So yep. the most recent post of Sonnets is a picture of him in some like pool or something being like, I'm out of the shade so I can see the light or whatever. And it felt like it was a dig at being broken up with Nirja. And Mm. the comments seemed to say the same thing. Like, oh, now that you left her. But the comments were like a war with regard to Nirja. So there was some woman named Cassandra that is out to get Nirja, who's like, tell tell your girl Nirja to unblock me so we can have a real conversation because she's been trying to talk all this shit about me. This is all in his comment section. He's not deleting them either, which is interesting because he could absolutely delete them. And this was from like November 2nd. So he could have absolutely deleted this. Um, and then some other person comments, tell Cassandra that I'm not Nirja because she's harassing me thinking that I'm Nirja. So it leads me to believe that Nirja is the drama. This was before I even saw this episode. Then we have Monica talking about how Nirja is the drama. That Nirja is like getting mad at Sonnet whenever Monica and Rishi would go on trips and she'd be like, why don't you take me on trips? And a lot of these comparing and contrasting sort of things. Mm -hmm. And so while I think that Rishi is not to be trusted and he's a little brat and I'm going to have a (laughs) lot of shit to say about that family when we get to that scene because I, oh my God. Mm -hmm. This Nirja chick is drama. And I don't know if I trust what she said. Anymore. Same. Right? I'm like, mm, I don't I don't like it. So I'm sorry, you brought Sonnet up, so like I'm like oh, actively oh, oh. like looking. So. so look look at his look at the look at the last post of his and look at the comments. Okay, I'm trying to bring his page up. Where'd it go? Oh, did he did he disable his page? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. I just gotta find it. Where the hell did it go? Did he disable his page? Because if he disabled his page, we have a problem, sir. Anyway, I'm going to keep going. So Monica's like, I will never break bread with her again. She actually doesn't say her name. She says with that person again. (laughs) She talks about, she tells Rich, she's like, you know how hard this has been on me. I woke up at 4 a.m. with anxiety calling you crying. Okay, that's major. To wake up at 4 a.m. and calling him crying, he's just kind of looking at her like, 
he almost looked at the camera like can you can you cut <laughs> like the office like what yeah like uh. <laughs> uh and he so he's not really reacting he doesn't he wants this to go away mm-hmm. and he's like hey so i'm sorry you know about lying and she goes don't ever do that again i'm like ooh or what monica like or right. what you're gonna kind of get mad at him sometimes like you're not gonna do anything about it or what melissa gorga like what or are you gonna wh- do about it <laughs> Ooh, i like that you mm. circled her in here any chance to slander melissa gorga you know i'm always gonna take it <laughs> who's the account that hates her is it all about the tea all Probably. about the tea. i think it was all about the tea i think is they posted a clip from melissa's podcast mm-hmm. where melissa is like not taking any responsibility for anything and she's talking about how oh now Teresa's going back and rewatching old episodes and that must be why i'm getting all these hate troll accounts and all about the tea posted that clip and the caption they have is like it's like an essay because it's taking every point that Melissa says in the clip and fact checking it with dates because they Ooh. hate Melissa Gorka that much that they need to like, yeah, they won't they, because you know what? I get it. Melissa does deflect a lot and she does twist things and it is mm-hmm. very frustrating. I'm not saying Teresa is an angel at all by any means. Teresa is infuriating on a lot of levels, but Melissa and Joe are, they're infuriating. And so I'm, Can I'm, I ask you uh, a question? Yes. Do you think Joe pays all his bills? No. Okay. I think that's been proven. <laughs> I think I think we I I think we have proof of it. Isn't there a current lawsuit? I might I be making that like... up. I think it a lot of things keep popping up in the housewives world in terms of like lawsuits and things like that. So True. I might be mixing something up. But I could have swore something just came out, didn't it? Didn't I, I feel like we need to we need to reach out to like the Bravo doc and get them like do a deep dive on their finances. I feel. I mean, they're a little busy with Jen them. Shaw right now, but yes, after Jen if Shaw, if anything it's keeps you busy, done. then yeah, yeah. that like a huge, hu- a huge document or whatever just came out that they're breaking down. But I feel like just mm. recently someone came out and sued Joe for unpaid bills. I want to say that just happened recently. I feel like that's true, but I could also be confusing that with someone bringing up an old lawsuit. So don't mm. quote me on that, please. Wait, what was this? There was a clip recently. Maybe this is what you're talking about. About he was someone was filming him, and I think he punched the guy or something. Like, was that a oh, whole see, thing? Okay, see, so here, here's what I think you're talking about, and this okay. one I actually felt I kind of. So he, <laughs> there was a a tenant of his that oh, was yes. not paying rent. That's right. And he filmed Joe. And I actually, I sometimes, because this happened to a friend of mine one time where she was a landlord and she had this fucking horrible tenant who mm-hmm. knew all the loopholes of how to like get around paying. Uh. And so sometimes I will, I did, I did give it up for, I was on Joe's side on that, on that side. Cause I'm fair. <laughs> I Boo! No, pride, I, I get it. I pride get myself on being fair, but that mm-hmm. tenant was all proud of the fact that because the tenant, even in the video, was filming Joe being like, "You haven't paid your rent," and the guy goes, "The government paid it." I'm like, "Ew! Why are you proud of that?" <laughs> so, like, he was a loser. But did the but- government not actually pay it? either exactly i'm guessing who knows regardless like i i would hate that like someone was if you know what i mean so like yeah fine that in that one circumstance however when the last straw for me 
Because when it comes to Jersey, it's so annoying that it's always like a war, a civil war every season with the same, you know, but this time just for funsies, I'm going to pick a side and be diehard team Teresa just for fun. Ooh, because it's just it's kind of like a sports team at this point to be. I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to be like, die, like go Dodgers. I'm going to be like, go Teresa. You know, I, I tell people every single season. If you don't go into Jersey with the mindset of everyone is kind of horrible, yeah. you're not going to have a good. T- you just kind of have to realize that Everyone's up front, terrible, and go in. Yeah, even the people I love, like I love, yes. I love Teresa. She's an icon. I love Dolores. I love Jen. But I mean, we can find faults in everybody. everybody. I mean, <laughs> I'm just saying. All, like Jen is terrible, but I also agree with her more than I agree with Marge. Same. <laughs> oh my god. Same. Mar. Okay, so just so we are all clear on that, though, I know that Teresa, Jen, I know they're bad. Okay, so but just for the sake of funsies, I'm gonna get Jersey about it this time because it's not fun to watch Jersey and be logical because the Jersey fans are fucking. Crazy. You can't. You can't be. I told I. I had to tap out of Jersey, like with the commentary and stuff a while ago. Like uh-huh. I posted the first episode of last season. I posted my memes and I made the mistake of saying oh. something in the comments of like, I think I agree with Jen a little bit more than Marge and boy, oh boy, the flood get There was a civil war going on in my comments. It like descended into madness. People were like, well, that's why I, I hope your kids get taken by the government. It's like, okay, like I'm, okay. I'm out of here. Like, okay. Yeah. I think no. what I may do just to real, really piss people off is just disable all comments on all my Jersey content. Ooh. Cause I, sometimes I want to express myself. I would I love to do that with Potomac just to yeah. save my comments and be like, Boy, those green-eyed bandits sure do carry the show and then just walk off. <laughs> and then run. Just walk off and just just see how that plays out in my DMs. Just because, like, I can't watch another season of Melissa and Period. Joe. <laughs> just below, that's it. That's it. <laughs> right. That's all you need to say to me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Sorry. We got off track because once you start talking to Jersey, it's like. It's, I know. <laughs> we we've have given, a lot of feelings. We've given y'all New York. We've given you Jersey. This I know. is a, a well-rounded podcast This wasn't today. even intended, but it's just right. <laughs> Look at us. Hello. Um, Monica lets him know, listen, I'm not comfortable moving out, okay? We're not moving mm-hmm. in together without a commitment. As a woman, it leaves me in a very uncomfortable space to not know where my life is headed. And then Saved by Brian... Who's like, I'd like to raise a toast to Amrit and Nicholas. I'm like, oh, you are so fucking lucky, Rishi. You are so lucky. Well, then we God, get to this... go over to Lopa's sexy ass apartment. Yes. Okay, Lopa. Lopa is like doing the damn thing. Go Lopa. She is like living her single life, loving it. Dharma and Chitra come over. They bring her wine and a shot glass. Lopa makes a joke. She's like, oh, let's give it to Bish and he'll go all crazy. I was like, ooh, she is missing an opportunity here. Nope. (laughs) Have you been drinking already, Lopa? (laughs) Whoopsie. Yeah. Because then Kalpna comes over and I'm like, I don't, mm -mm, I don't want Kalpna to be here. I don't, because she, Vish and her sons don't get along. I don't like it. I don't like it. I know. It it still cracks me the hell up that she's on this show like way more than her children. I just kind of love that. I I feel like it's kind of 
iconic in a way. Right. Has it you're, ever you're happened before? Here. Right. I kind of love that. That'd be like if Mama Joyce was still like giving Marlo or somebody hell on Atlanta, but like Candy was nowhere around. <laughs> that's kind wow, of iconic. I love amazing. that. I know. It's like historic. Right. I live. Um, Lopa's confessional is that she talks about, she's like, when I first got to Miami, I was misunderstood and an outsider. Uh, but I think that my beef with Reshma, Reshma had a lot to do with that. Well, we'll get into that. Uh-huh. So Kalpna's like, oh my God, at the, at the wedding, you were dancing. You're Punjabi. That they just automatically dance. And Lopa goes, you know what Reshma said? I was telling Ooh. her that I should go join them. You know what she said? She said, oh, no, you would have spoiled it. And Dharma goes, okay, she's your relative. But in my view, my observation, she's a non-caring, fake, emotional woman. Whoops. Whoopsie. And listen, Reshma, to me, is the most complex of all of the aunties. Mm-hmm. I cannot put, I can't put my finger on her. I can't get it. I don't get it. I don't like, are you passive aggressive? Are you mean? Or are you really this like above the bad energy? I feel, I don't know if it's, I feel like I've met someone kind of like her. Me too. And it was more of a passive aggressive thing than I cared or like, I feel like I love her on the show, but I'm just like, Ooh, would Ooh. we be friends in real life? <laughs> I, I don't know. Because <laughs> I prefer a Lopa. I prefer that type of in-your-face shit so I could be like, yes. what are you doing here? However, as we proceed through the episode, I'm like, ooh, but then I also really prefer Reshma's approach here. So, like, it's the complexity <laughs> of this cast. I so, know. So, it's so good. And so, this then the Dharma gives the story of, you know, she's like, I invited Reshma uh, and uh, Lopa to lunch. And ever since then, it's been like the silent treatment. And then, of course, at the wedding, she ignored her. She ignored her. Bloop. And Chitra, though, Chitra is a master at playing neutral. She says, I don't know if if Reshma did, in fact, ignore her at the wedding. I was not there. And Dharma allows her to play that neutral. She goes, she was not there. She did not see it. I'm like, okay, good. They don't do that. This is not Housewives, clearly. Because in Housewives, right. they would demand they pick a side. Oh, yeah. You, you're not just going to ride the fence over here. No, you got to pick a side. The only person that they let play the, the fence for some reason is Karen Huger. And yeah. I don't know why that's allowed so often. <laughs> they sit around the island to eat. And Kalpna's like, how's dating? And Lopa's like, oh, 60-year-old men, no thank you. And Chitra goes, look, there's no perfect man in this world. And Lopa is drunk. I'm sorry. Because she goes... <laughs> There's no perfect man. And Dharma goes, there's no such thing. And Lopa, for some reason, goes, back off a second. Do you think that Vishal is a perfect guy? And I said, "What? Who's who was talking about Vishal? <laughs> I feel like she, even the fact that they're still, you know, they actually got married. I feel like it drives Lopa a little bit crazy because she's like, Man, I, I, my favorite pastime is slandering Vashal, and now I have to yes. kind of ease up on it a little bit because he's family now. Ugh. Cause but the way she talks about Reshma is kind of like, you know, well. Yeah, and I think that that's her, I think that's actually her real resentment is that Reshma doesn't, like, demand better from Vashal. 
she chooses to look the other way at all the mm-hmm. stuff Vish does. And I think that's her, because she'll say it in a later confessional, like, this is my daughter. I can make my daughter better. It's not, he's not my son. Because Richa and Lopa are very similar, mm-hmm. very, especially like with their approach to problems. Because they're both very, there's no sugarcoating with them. They're both very direct in everything they say. And when you think about it, Vishal and his parents are very similar too. Yep, almost too sad. So it makes me wonder if maybe Vishal has a little side to him that we haven't seen on camera mm. yet. Mm. Oh yeah, and so. Because then she, she, she's like, if he thinks he's a perfect guy, then I say, and she sticks the middle finger up, and I just don't, no, no one really, Dharma go, Dharma almost chokes. She goes, <laughs> oh my God, I almost choked. And Lopa goes, go choke then. Okay, <laughs> I think you have lost your damn mind. Yep. Because um, this, oh, this is what it is. Lopa's <clears throat> in Rich's confessional, and she says, Reshma didn't teach him when to stop. Reshma should be worried. It's her, like, she's, Mm. I think that's part of her resentment with Reshma. Mm -hmm. It's like, you act like Vish is a perfect guy. He wants to marry my daughter. Why are you looking at this and not taking care of it? Like, how come you're not? I think that's got to be it. That's my theory. I I can get down with that because I feel like everything that, now that you say it, I feel like everything that, she relates to him. She always, but that's kind of a theme on this show too. I feel, I feel like the parents never directly blame the child. It's always like falls back as a reflection of the parent a lot. And I guess that's a very, I don't know. It might be a universal mm-hmm. thing or it might, I don't know, but it, it's definitely reverberating on this show. I feel like we've seen that theme over and over again now. And I will say it's not incorrect. All of these moms mm-hmm. have raised baby boys. That's true. I mean, look at them. They're mm-hmm. all babies. Like Amrit, Vish, mm-hmm. Brian. Rishi? They're little baby. Rishi, they're mm-hmm. babies. <clears throat> yep. And they mm. cut over to Vish and Reshma in the office <laughs> where they work together. <laughs> of course. <laughs> so, um, so Reshma's just gotten back from Los Angeles where she went and saw her parents and Vish catches her up on things. And this is where I, I mean, I was fascinated by this woman because mm-hmm. Vish tells her that Richa canceled the marriage license and also that she no longer wants to be on the title of the house. And Reshma goes, oh, yeah, so many things have happened. I'm like, wow, that's an understatement. Yeah. <laughs> right? And Vish explains that in large group settings, he needs to drink to get rid of the insecurities. And now, see, this is where mm. I love Reshma because she is so earnest. Mm-hmm. And she goes, so what is the solution here? What about going to alcoholic, no S, alcoholic anonymous <laughs> and trying that? And I, I will say, I will not ever talk bad about alcoholics anonymous because they'll come for me, because they will. <laughs> um, but it, it's not the only way to quit drinking. I don't want people yeah. to think that the 12-step program is the only way to do it. Um, mm-hmm. And if you are the only person in your group of friends that's quitting alcohol, to the thought of like, it really does make you feel like that's the, the you know, you're going to lose everything and go over to that crew of people. Like, I get why mm-hmm. he's like, whoa. Right. That isn't what I want to do. Uh, so he goes, I, I, think, I think I know what I have. <laughs> <laughs> and she and Reshma gets like excited. She's like, no, 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 no. Sometimes we have to go for some type of therapy to find out. Like she's excited for this. Like me, she goes, I've always been high on life. 
And I said, that is you in a nutshell. <laughs> and that is kind of why I have a hard time relating to you because I've never in my life said hi on life. I'm high on life. About anything. About anything. So I, that makes me kind of wonder, though, her response to this, do you think she's always known that it's been a problem with him? And it's just like now kind of saying it out loud. Like, I feel like she's been waiting for him to say something because she didn't want to overstep. But now she's like, okay, you've brought this out loud. I've been thinking about this for years. Let me, you know, what about Alcoholics Anonymous? Or what about this and that therapy? Like, whatever. What do you feel? Yep. I think you're. And that kind of is what's frustrating, I'm sure, for Lopa, because it's Uh like, why haven't you said something? This is your own child. Like, why are you afraid to? tell him i mean because so i had a i had a few people write to me about how crohn's isn't just crohn's is like life threatening so right mm-hmm. people were saying things like i was diagnosed when i was 21 and it's so much more than just being embarrassing it can be debilitating it's not just digestive issues it's an autoimmune disease you have an overactive immune system that attacks healthy organs and causes inflammation. Your body doesn't absorb nutrients from the food you eat like a normal person. And so it's not like it's just like he could literally die. Yeah. And so, so he's literally got to like change mom. a lot of aspects about his life. And his mom knows that. And so mm-hmm. that's frustrating, I'm sure, to be like, why is your own mom not giving a shit about this yeah but she Mm. does now like now she's like but for you if you're uncomfortable find out the reason you're uncomfortable yeah and then vish though very stubborn of course i think i know already and reshma goes you don't know everything i'm like (laughs) fine you you don't um but he goes it's embarrassing and i this was when she goes no it's not embarrassing power yes to be able to say, this is how I feel, I respect that. I respect Richa a lot because she cares mm-hmm. about you. And if this is an issue, let's deal with that. Let's work as a family so it means around you, we have a party, we don't need to drink. And now this is where I was like, okay, never mind, love you, love you the most, you're the mm-hmm. best. And I thought, now why can't there be any of this dialogue with Lopa? And why can't Lopa have any, like, we need a comp, like, we need you to have this conversation with Lopa and say, I real, Vish has come to me and talked about his drinking. Uh And I recognize that my son has this issue and I want to support him. And I realize that Richa has been affected because that's part of it too. Like, Lopa feels like she, Reshma probably doesn't care how her daughter's affected. Yeah. I think that's got to be an element. Happy family now. You know, yeah. it's like, are you not going to give a fuck that your son's doing this and my daughter spent her wedding night alone? Right. You know, I think that's part of it. I think that's part of this resentment. I can I can definitely see that because that's like this. You know what? That's like a tale over this time, too. That's like at the base level when you have like a friend that's dating someone that you hate, you know, they come to you with all the bad stuff, rarely ever the good. And so like when this person proposes to them and they accept you're like what the hell is happening? Like you've had nothing but a, a terrible, cause we don't, we don't hear about the good stuff. Yeah. We literally only hear about the bad stuff. So that might be the case with Lopa. I mean, she might, which is kind of funny though, cause they're on a TV show. And if you watch this show, when we got introduced to these characters, it almost feels like Richa is the one that like controls everything. Like she's clearly in the driver's seat. Vish is in the passenger seat. And what she says goes, 
And so hearing everyone on the show kind of say the opposite of that is weird in a way because we, you know, we we have to form our opinions based on what we see. And so Lopa have an entirely different opinion of what we do. It's like, yep. oh, this is a little, a little conflicting. Exactly. Mm. Exactly. And, I mean, Reshma talks about the relationship beautifully. She loves Richa. She's worth it. The relationship mm-hmm. is worth it. As we're, Lopa hates it. So, there yep. we go. But then Vish is like, Lopa's in town. I would love it if you had them over for dinner. Reshma looks <laughs> terrified. She, looks, she wants to throw up. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes.com is a website with findings from the largest ever research study into women's pleasure. In partnership with Kinsey Institute researchers, they asked tens of thousands of women what made their pleasure better, solo and with partners. And then they found the patterns in those discoveries, the physical techniques and psychological techniques. And all that wisdom is organized on omgs.com as super honest videos, animations, and how-tos. One thing their research found is how easy it is for us to lose our curiosity about pleasure and intimacy. So many of us think things like, I've already got techniques that work for me. I'm good. But finding out what works for other people can help you find new things that you didn't even know you or your partner liked. There are always ways to explore. OMG, yes, is for women, for men and couples. Some think it's only for women, but it's actually relevant for anyone who wants to learn more about women's pleasure. I personally enjoy the toys section because it teaches you how to enhance toy pleasure. I learned a lot of things. I learned actually a lot of things I was already doing kind of accidentally. So I just leaned into those techniques. (laughs) I've used OMGS a lot. And it really does feel empowering to see these experiences and techniques detailed so openly without any blushing or shame. What they're doing is long overdue. Go to omgyes.com slash she speaks for a special discount. If you're spending time with loved ones for the holidays, chances are you're going to hear a lot of stories. The ones you love to hear and the ones you've heard a lot. But have you ever wanted to help your loved ones document those timeless stories? Writing an entire book of life memories can be challenging. However, StoryWorth makes it fun and easy. This is how anyone can write a book about their life. Every week, StoryWorth will email your loved one a single life-related question that you pick from their collection, like, um, what's the bravest thing you've ever done? Or what's the farthest you've traveled? And all they have to do is reply with a story, Okay. Then after a year, StoryWorth compiles your loved one's stories and memories and any photos into an exquisite hardcover book, creating a valued keepsake. I tell you, I would love to keep that at my grandmother's house. We would just cherish that. Actually, we'd probably fight over it, to be honest. We'd keep it at her house and then we'd fight over it. I would get it. Actually, no, I would get it. Tell you that right now. Millions of stories have already been told with StoryWorth because they make the process so simple. 
get started with your loved one for the holidays. And before you know it, you'll both be cherishing those timeless stories for generations to come. We ended up finding out some really cool things about my granddaddy when we did this because he served in World War II and he never really talked about it. But I feel like when you get this email and can sort of type it out kind of not anonymously, but in a little bit more of a, I don't know, like private setting. When we read the stories he had from when he served in the Navy in World War II, we were like, you're a badass. Really cool stuff. So help your family members share their story this holiday season with StoryWorth. Go to storyworth.com slash she speaks today and save $10 on your first purchase. That's S T O R Y W O R T H dot com slash she speaks to save $10 on your first purchase. Storyworth.com slash she speaks. So Brian and Rishi play tennis, cute little scene. But then mm-hmm. afterwards, we get these like, okay, so they talk about at one point, though, Rishi's like, hey, Brian, I was dating life. And they flash to this date with some chick who's like, couldn't care less right. about Brian. <laughs> like, poor, poor guy. If I can just get one like, opportunity. I was going to say, like, how is Brian the loser guy? Like, Brian right. is stunning. <laughs> what are we doing? I don't get it. I don't, I don't get, get it. it. What are we Ugh. missing? Can you please explain this? Like, how is he coming across? Like, he's the, you want to know why? He's Joey. He is the Joey of this cast. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. There's no other way to put it. Like, like he's so gorgeous, but he's like an idiot. Yeah. So you get him he's on a really date. He's really jokey, too. So it's hard, like, when, I don't know. You know, sometimes the allure of the first date is what's the most fun when you don't know much about the person and you, you know, they're so mysterious and stuff. And I feel like he probably always comes in like a clown on steroids, just like ready to crack joke and joke and this kind. And, you know, it takes a particular kind of person to love that energy, like from the get go. So we might have, you know what, what did we pitch? We pitched a different, did we pitch a Brian Dayton show on here before? Yeah. I think we did. I need to see that though. I need yeah. like three episodes and I need to see you yeah. know him date a multitude of women, like different yeah. kinds. Don't just give him one type. Like let let the parents be involved. I want them to, matter of fact, I want them to be the ones picking the dates for him. Yep. That's what I feel like they know. I feel yeah, like they know. They, Dharma gets it. Mm-hmm. Cause Dharma is like funny and silly too. So like she would pick basically herself type of vibe. Right. Which, let's face it, at the end of the day, you want to be with your mom. So. It's a vibe. Right. It's a thing. <laughs> uh, R- Rishi wins in, uh, at tennis, and in the confessional, Brian's like, I'll admit that Rishi is a better tennis player, but I'm a better overall athlete. And Rishi <laughs> goes, how high can you jump? What's your vertical? And Brian goes, I can dunk on a NBA regulation rim. <laughs> 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 which i don't believe <laughs> no not a, he just starts he, he tries to keep a straight face and just starts laughing um so i they, love he has to specify that's yeah. that's amazing yeah so they chat over the side about like how monica is doing and it's not going great so there's these like simultaneous scenes going because monica goes over to her friend neelam's house who mm-hmm. has three kids and monica is talking about how she's like this is the life i wish i had and i'm gonna be shady real quick because she may want this life but her friend elam looks about 10 years older than her okay Ooh. that's what 
kids will, they're great, but like, Monica, enjoy your youth while you have it. <laughs> okay. Literally, I was like, is this friend old? No, her friend's same age. Got it. Like, come on now. I mean, her friend was a little older. Sure. But like, sure. Neelam looked tired. She's twins kids and a work baby. The hell out of you. Right. I'm like, All she young. looks exhausted. I'm like, mm-hmm. get, help her out more, Monica, if you like him so much. You need to be babysitting right. more. I was like, you clearly don't go over a lot because clearly this woman needs help. Yeah. Perfect um, opportunity to shoot a scene. Right. So they <laughs> go in the trampoline and it's the most set up scene. It's like it's set up so she can say, I don't like being given a timeline and having that timeline not be met. Cut to. Brian and Rishi, he says he's going to propose before her birthday. Back to Monica. Neelam's like, what's the most recent promise? When was that? And Monica said, oh, he said, by the time I'm 30. And Neelam's like, but you're already 30. Monica goes, <laughs> exactly. Back to, back to Rishi. Brian <laughs> goes, so you're serious before her birthday? And Rish goes, long pause. Well, I don't have anything planned. I, with, I... Okay, I mean, I, like, I, I don't, like, you said it, you said <laughs> it, and then when he asked, whoa, are you serious for a birthday? He's like, I take it back. Did I say that? I take that back? I, I thought, your reaction isn't cool. I'm freaked out. What did you, I take it? See, this is the kind of stuff that pisses people off, because this is that time where, like, when she brings it up, like, well, you said it probably happened before I'm 30. Then it's like, well, you know, it, it's this and it's that. Then the, the, the little gaslighting comes in to make it seem like you're crazy for actually expecting something that you said out of your mouth. Now, I, why is that crazy? I, exactly. <sighs> so These 2022 to, men. <laughs> back to Monica. She goes, I'm wondering if it even registers to him how hard it's all been on me with the rumors and everything. He doesn't care, Monica. No. That's the point. He doesn't give a shit. He just all. wants to make sure you don't believe him so you stay with him. Now, whether it's true or not, irrelevant. <laughs> exactly that. Mm. Um, Amrit and Nicholas have the their wedding designer over. And I'm going to tell you something. I don't generally give a shit about wedding planning. But um, a gay Indian wedding... I'm here for this. Okay. Absolutely. It's never been done. I know that's right. Okay. Give it to me right now. I'm here for this. And I'm going to put flowers and everything with you. Take Nicholas me, take me made for the Google ride. slides. Give me this Google <laughs> slides. Can we see yes. them all, please? Okay. Oh my God. All um, of it. All of it. And, but then it's sweet because Nicholas is worried. He's like, my parents are going to be there and there's not a whole lot of our traditions in this because obviously the Indian traditions are going to outnumber. Mm-hmm. those um because at one point he even gets a little overwhelmed with what the designer is speaking about in terms of the various clothing and the events but it's going to be gorgeous and they're going to look fabulous regardless mm-hmm. so i cannot wait for this this is amaze balls amaze balls so Reshla? you know who should plan it <gasps> during oh my God, miami so excited what who? I, during miami gertie should should have done the wedding oh my god gertie should have done the fucking wedding oh, oh. My. gertie that would have meant, you know what? That would have been the cross. That would have been the peacock crossover event that I would have wanted to watch. Real missed opportunity there. God, bravo! Who, who the hell is in? You, you know, know what? what? I'm not gonna do that. You know what? Mm-mm. We're mad about no. that. That's, mm. That is not okay. Calm wow. Down. Okay. Okay. I don't know if I can get over that right now. That's nope. that. 
I mean, the chance to have had mm-hmm. Gertie on Family Karma. Oh, uh, would have been amazing. I might cry right now because we could have had that. Oh my god! The what I those are literally my favorite reels to scroll by when I'm on Instagram. When I see Gertie's like showing another wedding that she's done, I'm like, oh my god! Can this you imagine? Is, god, that would have been. I, I you know what she does like. Every culture and every oh my god, it would have been been amazing. Wow, did you see the one on the most? I don't know if it was the most recent episode or not, but it was one of the one of the new five that have come out. And when she walked in with the bride, and there was like white flowers dripping from every. uh, I actually think that was a fucking baby shower. Was it? Yeah, because I remember thinking, "Holy shit, baby shower." Like Good it's Lord. no everything she does. That's why it was so stupid when Alexia was like, "Um, my bachelorette party at the mansion," and I loved Gertie goes, "Okay, that was napkin art. I did from scratch production, honey." Hello. I loved the way Gertie did that. Gertie, because Gertie just knows what she's talking about. I love that. Right. And she's credible because we've seen her work. I'm like, sorry, Alexia. I can't. Alexia, you try. <laughs> Alexia's looking a little embarrassing, but I, mm-hmm. I am living for it, but it is a little, I'm like, Alexia, you are looking yes. a little embarrassing. I'm living for everything going on in Miami right now. Oh. Family karma and the housewives. So I love it all. Get it together. Yes. I can't believe we missed that. Oh my God. Wow. What a bummer. Okay, Man. I don't know how I'm going to move on now. <laughs> Thanks, Kendrick. I'm upset. I know. God. All right. Well, Reshma, <sighs> Lavina, and Chitra, they go to his dinner. Whatever. <laughs> Reshma and Lavina have a confessional. Them Together, the two of them are very sweet um, and, and adorable and sweet. Um, mm. Reshma says that their sons have grown very close and Lavina goes, I guess you could say it's a bromance, but they're like not quite sure what that means. Or, and she goes, <laughs> or no, what is it? Like she looks genuinely confused. Mm-hmm. But then she's like, oh, I'm learning new terms now. Like she's a sweet, like sincere, earnest person. Yes. As where I think Reshma is a little more calculated. And I think mm. Lavina doesn't quite realize that, which is why their friendship works. But why other mm. people, like when we get to the next week, like teaser, I think Lavina truly doesn't realize this in Rushma. We'll continue. I love that. So, I, I love a, 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 an unsuspecting. <laughs> yes, Lavina like legitimately is a sweet, kind. Like this is Amrit's mom. Like mm-hmm. the scene with him coming out. Like she's just. She's not. I don't think she has a mean bone in her body. And so, but Reshma's got a little bit under. I. I just something is. I can't put my finger on it. But something's I know. there. I feel like we'll I feel like we'll we'll know by the end of the season. Yes, something's gonna yeah. come out of her because she's <laughs> she's blossomed in like in her confessionals, something's happened. Like mm-hmm. she's awake in her confessionals and like can't quite hide Ooh. it. And something's going to she's gonna lose it at some point. She's a little activated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Put that battery in her back. I love that. Yeah. So Reshma tells him about Lopa coming for dinner and Lavina says it will be so nice. Um, she's like, it'll be great. It'll be wonderful. And Reshma's like, well, fine. Would you like to come over too? 
<laughs> and Chitra is so fucking funny. She goes, well, now, see, this is not right. I'm sitting right here. <laughs> and Reshma goes, oh, so you can come too. And Chitra goes, see, second thought. I love Chitra and Dharma. I love yes. them. I love them. I love them. I love them. I, I love, like, hilarious, like, narrators on a show. People that, like don't necessarily have to affect the drama. They can just... Yes. Do you remember that Atlanta reunion where I think it was the one where Kim Fields was there? But, like, the entire time, Candy and Sheree were yes. in the corner, like, cracking jokes about everything going on. That was the best. It was so Loved funny. I, lo- I love when you get, they like, were those kind of characters. the whole time. The entire time. Yes. Amazing. I want to watch that reunion, actually, because I, I, <laughs> I just thought about the other day because I, I was, like, looking for clips and mm-hmm. I love, I love when when um, when Kim goes say something to Kenya, <laughs> and Sheree goes, "Ooh, what you gonna do?" Yes, that's my. <laughs> She's like pulls herself in. I love every time. I always think about uh, because I cannot see this clip without thinking about Aaron from Bravo While Black. But every time, <laughs> well, you know, when Candy gets up in the reunion, it was that infamous season nine reunion where they find out Phaedra was behind everything. When she gets up, and then Sheree does that. <gasps> Oh my God. Aaron does, does it, it so well. <laughs> he does. Aaron does and it exactly not. like her. <laughs> I laugh every single time. It's so stupid, but so hilarious. He does it perfect. He does it maybe better than Sheree does it. <laughs> I think he does. I He's, think he does. He does it better than her. Oh my God. Bring back Atlanta. Uh, God, I know. We had we such a, that was such a good time recapping that. That, that was, was. So, that was a great time. Oh my God. I'm ready for them to come back me too Moneta's still too. there it's all, all yes me too. i'm Oof. so happy God, um, we've touched on all the housewives i know today. we Atlanta now oh my <laughs> god miami new york new jersey atlanta <laughs> good lord oc's film after they're done they'll be back at some point who cares but you know <laughs> <laughs> but we'll be watching <laughs> Lavina at one point goes, Chitra, you're going to be coming to Amrit's wedding, right? And she says, yes. And Reshma teases, oh, you can't come. You can't, you can go to Amrit's wedding, but you can't come to Vish's wedding. And Chitra's like, well, you know who was at your wedding? Dharma. <laughs> and Reshma makes a face. And she has a bone to pick about that. She goes, well, you know that she told Vish about that. And when they flash to Vish telling, her about that, Reshma is very like passive aggressive. She's like, can you imagine? I was so busy. But then at the dinner, she's like, I don't like that she told the kids. I don't like that she involved the kids in that. But I honestly don't think that if Dharma came to Reshma and said, hey, I thought that you were slightly ignoring me at the wedding. I don't think she would have received it at all. No. I think Reshma, it probably would have been like a kind of like, no, I, no, you're crazy. I didn't do that. It's okay. Do you want to stay for lunch? Like, it would have like moved right past it and not acknowledge it at all. I don't Sometimes you just need people to acknowledge shit. She wouldn't have even said, do you want to stay for lunch? She would have been like, no, I don't. I, I'm so sorry, but I do have to go. Right, then, okay. The, the ignoring would have continued and it was like, oh my God. Uh-huh. And Reshma admits in the confessional that that lunch, she was like, I, I was upset. I I did not ask for this help. And so again, and she gets this really sassy face like, <laughs> and the producer goes, and did you ignore her at the wedding? She goes, "Uh, no, I don't think so. Ooh. So you did, okay? Yeah. It's either one way or yeah. you don't think you know, uh-huh. okay? You don't think you know. All right. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. Uh -uh. It kind of solidified right there. Yeah. We all. All right. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yep. 
So Chitra's like, I think you should talk, sit and talk with Dharma. Um, and then she's like, I'll think about it. <sighs> See? I don't like it. But then here's where Lavina is just earnest and sweet. She goes, are you running away from your problems? See? Damn. She says it because she says it like she and Rishma gets defensive. She goes, no, I'm not running away. And so defensive. She goes, what would you do in my shoes? And Lavina is not matching her energy. This is why she can be friends with her. Just matter of fact, matter of fact, in that way that only Lavina can be. She goes, Mm -hmm. face it and deal with it. Almost like she's saying it like, this is just what you do. Simple as that. No problem. It will be fine. Yep. And Reshma goes, I don't think I ignored her, honestly. Listen. Listen, Reshma. I need you. I don't like it. It This is where she makes me crazy. This is one of those times where I wish there were like universal producers across Bravo because they did show like a small clip, but like had this been like Potomac or Atlanta, we would have gotten like a minute worth of footage of her, like ignoring everybody at the party, like not paying attention to them at all. And then that's what we, we need some concrete evidence to like show that she was ignoring everybody at this party. We, we did need that. Mm. We only got that one little clip and technically it could have been of anything. And like, we didn't know if it was... could have been spliced together. Exactly. Mm-hmm, because I believe it. Me too. I believe it. Uh-huh. So, all right. Now we are at Vish's house. This is the first dinner. All of them are together as a family. Richa and Lopa are on their way. Richa points out, she's like, you don't even have anything. You're bringing nothing to the house. <laughs> so I'm like, already we're doing great. <laughs> I'm like so nervous. I'm like, stop and get something. Get wine. Right. I don't know. I'm so Flour scared. Something. I'm oh my freaking god. Freaking out. Chocolate. I'm thinking like it's know. Valentine's Day right now. But bring yeah. something. Get something. <laughs> so, Richa, when they enter, the Parvanis do a tradition to greet them. And Reshma compliments Lopa right away. You look very beautiful. Lopa cannot take the compliment. She just looks at her like, really? <laughs> Rush, but Lopa did look great. I want that dress. She looks great she in that did. white, right? It was like, where'd you get it? She looked fantastic. They looked, all, you know what? They, and you know what? No one on this show. I I love a cast that's not afraid of colors either. Mm-hmm. They all they just whenever they put some on, like they those confessionals tens across the board. Oh yeah, they time. look amazing. God, every the time. confessionals look fantastic. Mm-hmm. This shoppers offers wine to Lopa, and she says no. But then he like continues to awkwardly offer he's like champagne or water but then richa has to jump on that she's like you should drink water so i'm gonna say something richa needs to do some of her own research on how to deal with someone who is struggling with a drinking issue otherwise this is an ugly journey ahead because yeah i get that she's got her own triggers and she's nervous because she looks very nervous but like you can also do like join him in this journey a little bit because this is going to get real, real uncomfortable if you're constantly doing this with him. And if you know what, it could be a thing of like when the cameras aren't there, she's literally the most supportive person ever walked this planet. But like, it doesn't matter because like we don't see that. So it's like we have to form our opinions based on what we see. And every time we see it, it's almost just like, like, you know, you pointed out, perfectly at the bachelor party last week i think when she was there he saw like told her he thinks he has a drinking problem she's like she's like basically moved right on and just like told him to have a good time at the party and stop stressing and like it's like okay that was a big revelation like i think we need to 
you know, we need to sit and talk Honor about that for him. a minute. Because, yeah, good Lord. Like, it's already hard enough for men to open up about their feelings. Let's take a minute, hear him, mm-hmm. and say, I got you. What do you need? You know? True. So if you're walking into a, an event and he's not going to be drinking, know that ahead of time. Like, have a conversation. Like, you're not going to be drinking, right? And don't mm-hmm. go, you should be drinking water and embarrass him in front of everybody. Right. You know? You go. Because then... Because then Resh- Reshma felt the need to be like, he is drinking water. He's just drinking water. Like she felt the need to jump on that and be like, it's mm-hmm. okay. It's okay. It's okay. And that, ooh, that's going to set up a bad dynamic in marriage if the mother feels like she has to constantly defend her son against the wife. Exactly. I don't think there have been many marriages that have worked out where the mom and, you know, daughter-in-law are feuding a lot. So Well, we've already got Lopa dealing with, <laughs> right. like, you know then what you, I mean? Then you got a Lopa in the equation. It's just, no, it's a lot going on. We got a lot going Figure on. Figure it here. out. Okay. Oof. Yeah. Dude, Vish calls Lopa mom, but he he says it's so weird that I didn't even realize he called her mom. <laughs> well, the mom or something like that. He's mom. like, ma. Or yeah. something. I, was like, I, I didn't know it. Anyway, <laughs> now we get Rishi's house and Monica. Monica goes over in a hot pink satin dress and heels. I was like, where's she going? Right. <laughs> like, y'all going to the club after this? What is happening? Is this how she normally shows up? Because, damn. <laughs> she must have, I was like, she wondered if someone was there. She did this for a reason. This was intentional. Uh, I'm not 100% sure why, but oh my God. Do you think she thought Nirja was there? And I she was wonder. Like, I'm going to show this motherfucker how you do it. <laughs> I don't. I'm going to show you how I'm just walking around. I'm just saying. <laughs> um, I have been distracted by this multiple times with Monica, and I hope someone in her, like, I hope one of her friends lets her know she's using the absolute wrong color foundation. Mm. It is yellow, and it's sitting on her skin, and it is, like, it is all wrong. I feel like when people are on TV, people don't tell them that for some reason, because it takes a long time to course correct. I, I mean, it was at the bachelor party. I was like, maybe this is just because when she's doing her makeup in, I mean, always do your makeup in natural light. That is whatever lighting you're going to be in. That's what you should be doing your makeup in front of. But at this dinner, so much was happening. But every time they cut to Monica, I was like, God, her makeup is yellow. I'm glad you said that because it was I so ne- distracting. I noticed it on a couple of shows too, where people, it's just, it's just not your color. And I'm always like, you know what? I'm not a makeup artist. Maybe I I'm always feel like when I notice something like across multiple people, I'm like, you know what? I'm outside of the trend. I don't know. Maybe I'm uh, yeah. missing something. So I'm just like, okay, whatever. But I'm glad you said that because I'm like, I've noticed this a couple of times. Yeah. With and Monica. So it's, it's not, and because she's hot. She's gorgeous. And right. so I'm like, someone just needs to help her out. You don't need much. You're like no. When you have a face like that, you don't need much. A little... Yeah. A little, yeah, maybe a little, yeah, and you're good. Ex- Put a lipstick on, you're Ex- good. Exactly. She's putting on way too much. Mm-hmm. So we find out, we found this out already, but she is very close. She calls Rish's, Rish's, Rish's mom is like her second mom. Uh, that th- we've got the grandmas there. But we also know how Monica is with moms. So, mm hmm. Mm hmm. So, Rish, Rish's dad, I. I clocked him immediately. I'm like, this guy has player energy to me. <laughs> he just had it, you know? Look like, at his son. It's like, you can tell. <laughs> his energy was very, like, like salesman-y, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, he had that vibe. So, 
Rish is, she's like, oh, I love that you guys are going to be moving in together. And he's like, and Rish is like, <clears throat> okay, uh, uh, I just, you know, I want to let you guys know that the moving in is a little on pause because of the whole, you know, rumor thing that happened. And Rish's dad kind of aggressive. He's like, oh, what? What rumor thing? And then Rish goes, you know, the whole thing. And then the dad interrupts. Oh, the basic BS. Now, why the fuck did you ask if you were only planning on dismissing it like this? You know, you know why? Because that shit was planned between those two. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That shit was planned between them. He wa- he wanted to make sure that their, he wanted to make sure Monica knew that their family knew, oh, these are just baseless little rumors. We don't care about any of that. You, ga- you guys will be just fine. And whatever Rishi says, it's okay. You know, just believe them. It'll all be all right. And, Oh, Monica. This was dark. This whole scene was, I was mm-hmm. uncomfortable. He was like, you got to mm-hmm. live with BS. So Rish's mom is like squirming in her seat uncomfortably. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, because then the dad starts talking and he's not making eye contact with anyone specific, sort of like talking to the table. <laughs> yeah. And he goes, there's more to life. You know, as long as you rectify it and you're happy. And I go, oh, he's cheated. He's cheated multiple times and this Mm -hmm. wife of his has to put up with it and the sons know and this is just how you this is just what they put up with because uh because then rish and the mom are like there's nothing for them to rectify so he's like well yeah just say whatever you have to say to calm the situation down and move on what the fuck is wrong with this man (laughs) <laughs> what is he saying goodness i don't know this this almost feels like people that are nervous and are performing for the camera oh, monica thought this scene was going to be very different she thought she was being invited over to talk about the rumor Oof. uh-uh Oof. they were nope. like oh no no we're gonna have a nice dinner uh Monica goes. We've all pre-planned this conversation uh, without you. (laughs) Monica goes. I think it's better to be open about it because something like that, you know, could be a little scary to go through for a second. It kind of like spooked me out a little bit. Uh No one is talking or responding. This is so uncomfortable. Like they all know something. And Monica goes. I would rather have the security of an engagement and Rish's mom. Goes, well, take your time. But, you know, different things will come up in life. Today it's this. Tomorrow it'll be something else. It's never a smooth ride. Okay, so you're co-signing him leading her on. Monica, you have no radar for fucking bullshit. Right. You need to open your dumb eyes. I'm sorry. (laughs) This is your fucking favorite family. You're. Why do you want to be with this family? Yeesh. Hello. I was so mad watching this scene. I'm like, Monica, hello. This husband cheats on this woman all the time. All the brothers clearly know that. Uh-huh. Then they do like a quick cut to the sister. I'm like, has this, has she said one thing this entire time? The sister's just like <laughs> emo over here eating like, I hate my family. I hate everything. I can't wait to move out. Right. She's like, y'all invited me to this dinner and I had no idea these cameras would, the cameras have never been here in the existence of these three seasons. And for some reason they're here tonight. I hate everything about this. She's like, I resent Monica. She's like, Monica is so stupid. She's like, (laughs) this dumb bitch over here. She's so stupid. Rich is fucking cheating on you. Okay. Yeah. 
and Rish's mom, now she's like talking to herself. She's like, nothing's ever going to be smooth in this life. There's no perfect. I'm like, girl, you are talking to yourself. Okay. And Rish's dad is like, no big deal. I'm like, get out of here, you creepy man. I can't stand you. It's a lot. It's a lot. a lot. Speaking of a lot, now we go back to Vish and Richa. So they all sit to eat. Vish's sweet dad is like, you know, Risha thanks. Thank you for having me for dinner, uncle. And he says, no, 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 don't thank me. Our house is your house. He says it makes him so happy to see the two of them together. And Vish, oh, I want to kick his ass. He goes, Risha, you stress my dad out too much when, when you fight with me. Okay, now you're asking for it. Now you're fucking asking for it. I know you lying. Okay, Risha goes, <laughs> uncle, I won't fight with Vishal if he won't drink it and lie as much. And Vish, Vish's dad's so earnest, he goes, what happened? Okay, so here's my question. <laughs> did he know what happened? Or did Vish just decide to randomly say, you stress out my dad when you fight with me? Like, why did you do that? Why did you decide right. to randomly use your sweet dad? Like, that was dumb, Vish. It that was. was dumb and it was manipulative. I didn't like that at all. I didn't like it. Because you're trying to make oh. Richa always look like the bad guy and mm-hmm. you look like the angel. And that's why Lopa gets mad. Because Lopa's like, can you guys fucking discipline your son? This felt very, oh my God, I'm going, this is wild. I'm going to yet another housewife city. But it felt as manipulative as Jen Shaw at this past dinner using, uh, it's so frustrating that you even have to question someone talking about suicide attempts like that. But her like no one was even poking her and her having to feel the need to bring that up to like weaponize against people that's what it feels so ucky when people like either bring other people in and try to get them to justify things they've done or when they try to use their own like personal yes you know whatever they're going through in an attempt to like you know use it against you it's so icky it's just yeah, uh, and there was no reason to relate so it back to this. That's no reason why when for he dad when up. he tries to get mad at Richa later for like getting it a little getting heated, I'm like, mm-hmm. you started this, dude. Yeah, you wanted it, okay? Mm-hmm. So I'm not even mad at Richa. Don't even try. Yep, because she's Team like, you're literally <laughs> lying to my face in the eyes, saying you didn't drink when you did, and he goes, mm-hmm. you're stressing out my dad. You, okay, now see, now I'm gonna fucking like, All I was right. like you. You asked for it. You out of nowhere were like, you stress out my dad when you fight with me. He's like, what? <laughs> what? Even I'm over here minding know. my business. Why am I? Why, now, why am why I in it? it? <laughs> <laughs> what are Jeez. you talking about? <laughs> and so Richa has an honest conversation about it. And I was here for it. I was here. Mm-hmm. Here's what I was surprised for. Lopa didn't know that Richa didn't get the marriage license. That's kind of wild to me. I was like, she's going to kill. Is she going to get mad? I couldn't tell where she was going to go with it. I feel like if I was either set of parents, that would like, you mean to tell me we paid all this money for this wedding and y'all are talking about y'all aren't legally married yet? Are you kidding me? Yeah, y'all could have did this shit. Someone to get mad, right? (laughs) It's like, dude, you're in trouble. Couldn't have been me, but Um, okay. So it's a, it is a heated conversation, but it Uh does end very well. And and like without going through the whole details of it, when Reshma does finally say that 
Vish had a conversation with her. And as a family, we are all going to support him, right? With this drinking, it softens Lopa. And she goes, it takes time. It's just one step at a time. And I was like, uh-huh. we might be getting somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> this might. And then Vish actually goes, thanks, mom, for coming. And I'm like, I heard, okay, you said that mm. properly. And then Lopa says, thanks for inviting me. And Reshma says, no, no inviting. You can come anytime. Oh. And so as much as it was like a heated whatever, <laughs> they got to a place where they were all on the same page. Okay. That's all we can ask for. That's, That's all, all we can hope for. That's all we can. No, how, no matter how we get there, listen, we we got there, okay? But speaking of not on the same page, thank God Monica's like, I gotta go, guys. Bye-bye. <laughs> I'm tired of the dumb shit. Goodbye. Yeah. I'm so over it. Rishi, Rish walks her out and he's like, oh, what did you expect us to talk about? I'm going to tell you exactly what it was. She thought she was filming a scene. That's what she thought that scene was. She thought she was coming right. over for the cameras to talk about what happened. He's like, uh-huh. well, we're not going to talk about it for my grandma. And she's like, I am not coming over again to film a scene with your family <laughs> again to make it seem like we're cool because we're not right. cool. That's what she was saying. That's literally what she's like. Don't try me that like was, this again. You notice that was basically how the episode started and how it finished because he wanted to make sure people knew in that bar about, you know, Bali's like, why are we talking about this? He's like, no, no, no. We all need to, you know, verbally say that we all know that me and uh, Monica are okay. And now the episode ends with, no, you know, we, we want to make sure that we're okay. It's like, okay, doth, what is it? Doth protest too much. Yep. It's too much going on. And Way she too goes, much. I'm not going to forgive this and I'm not going to forget this. So fuck you, Rishi. I was like, yeah, thank you, Monica. Bye-bye. Can I just say, you know why Monica kind of annoys me sometimes? <laughs> I'm I'm literally realizing recording this episode is that she does remind me of Melissa Gorga so much with like her mannerisms. Her mannerisms. That, oh, wow. That, that's so interesting. That sound like that came out of Melissa Gorga's mouth when you just said it. I was like, oh, I can hear her saying that. Yeah, she does. They have they do have very similar mannerisms. They do. It, How <sighs> funny. Uh, next week, we finally get the Anisha Monica showdown that I've been waiting for. Give it uh-huh. to me already. Um, and Dharma and Lavina and Lopa are going to get into it. So we love that. We love that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh. Um, okay. That's it. We're done. Thank you very we much, Kendrick. It. We got through, oh, yes. we got through it in like an hour, I guess. That was pretty good. Yeah. It's better. It's it easier. When we're not talking about, um, White Lotus. We do RIP <laughs> White Lotus. We did miss you last oh, Sunday. I we know. did. We did miss you. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, thank you, Kendrick. Why, thank you. Thank you for having me as always. As always. All right, guys. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs> that was good, Kendrick. <laughs> I can't find the button. Hi, guys. Thank you so much for listening and for watching. If you wouldn't mind, if you are listening, could you please leave a five star rate and review? That would be amazing. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure you're subscribed. Like this video and comment below. That would also be fantastic. Don't forget, I've got the Patreon up and running now. That is where all the Bravo jams will be covered. I'm talking table flip. I'm talking old school Atlanta. I'm talking old school Beverly Hills. All the good stuff that brought us together as Bravo fans. And of course, follow me on social media if you're not already. 
at She Speaks Bravo on TikTok and on Instagram. And if you want to go that extra mile to support me, buy me a coffee or two or five at buymeacoffee.com slash She Speaks Bravo. All right, guys, I'll see you next time. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.